Good morning and welcome to yet another episode of Sweetness and Light. I'm one of your hosts, Justin, a.k.a. Justy, along with... Another one of your hosts, Eric. How's it going this morning, Justy? Uh, well, first of all, buenos, buenos dias to you. And I got to tell you, for those that don't know, this is uh, three times in one week we're recording. Yeah, and uh, on our by our count, episode 212, so the boiling point. We're finally there. It, and it's a it's a palindrome, right? Yeah, yeah, but I mean the temperature at which water boils in, in Fahrenheit. I mean, if if for some reason... I was going to say, if, if 212 in Celsius is... Uh, that's muy caliente, as you like to say. Warm, yeah. Okay, warm. Dude, how you been? Yeah, pretty good, thanks, buddy. How about yourself, you know? Just uh, keeping things going. Just, uh, you know, the uh, our, our little short film contacts uh, well into post-production. We're in the final stages, planning to... Uh, Submit for Sundance and a few other uh, uh, festivals. I know you've taken a look at the uh, at the very rough cut. You know we've we've gotten some positive feedback. People think it's a, a hilarious, uh, interest, interesting, um, you know, provocative, and uh, and one guy compared it to to one of your favorite shows, Black Mirror. And I'll I'll, t- I'll take that. Yeah, it could could be a lot worse, right? Yeah, yeah, dude. That, could, so could be when like, will I get to be able be to like see the black, final product? Black, black like me, and I'm you know. Like, quality stuff but it's not necessarily what we're looking for absolutely so when can i get a preview of this uh final product my friend uh soon soon we were just i'm talking to uh, uh our sound guy this afternoon and you know do the fi- our final sound editor and everything and uh, uh he's you know he's he's given it the uh, once or twice or thrice over already and uh, feels we're very close and now it's time to uh, to bring it home as you like to say Dude, congrats. That's high five, man. That's badass. I got to tell you, I'm excited for thanks, you because I know this has been a, a, you know, a labor of love for you and it's been a little over two months since you filmed. So this is right on par with any other sort of, for those that don't know, the post I mean, that's phase quick. of any movie yeah. is incredibly yeah, this long. Is, this, yeah. So two months is super quick. You know, I mean, it's actually a little less than two months or it's exactly two months, I guess, from right now. So, yeah. Yeah. But so, I mean, for uh, a short yeah, I guess. Although a short with a lot of very pro crew and everything, you know. So um, it's not like a short that you and your family went out and did when you're at uh, Thunder Thighs Mountain. What's the name of that uh, your your water park? Oh, Thunder Thighs Mountain. No, no, no. That that's uh, that's further out in Sealy. This is uh, Typhoon Texas. Yes, very similar. Thunder Thighs Mountain. Where Kelly, uh, you know, took her her snot fountain and uh, was able to expose God knows how many people, but, uh, you know, right in time for them to go back to school. So it was nice. Perfect. Perfect. Ah, Mrs. Proust, uh, your lifetime uh, membership at Thunder Thighs Mountain is uh, is valid again today. So uh... Uh, I'm going to just stop right there and say I am no way going to endorse Anything that says thunder thighs of my wife together. I, I may say dumb things a lot. I will not self-incriminate there. <laughs> I'm not suggesting she has thunder. Wow. Wow. I mean, that that you even. No, no, that no. You even... The name alone, it doesn't matter if you're even in that in the same context. I've been married long enough to know that that is that is that is wow. some incriminating but, stuff, yeah. my friend. Wow. Wow. That's uh... well, I got All some right. news for you. Speaking of that. Yeah. I got a text from my mom. So I woke up this morning and my mom texted that uh, she wasn't able to see my brother's kids. And they, I don't know, been back of roughly a month from Turks and Caicos. And yeah. she said that uh, she probably wouldn't be able to see them for a while because my brother and his wife are entering therapy. Whoa, what? Yes. And I'm like, and my thought is like, I think they got married in 2013. I'm like, 
you should have done this the day you got married. What are you doing waiting this long? <laughs> wow. And they said uh, Jedi tradition does not allow that during the first decade. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, I don't 100% right on that. And I'm just going to add to that by saying that I don't think my brother has a sense of humor about this because I reached out this morning trying to be as nice as possible. No condescension. Yeah. And uh, I've heard nothing back and it's been well over uh, eight hours. So Wow. Now, are they going to like a typical Earth therapist or like a Jedi therapist? <laughs> I think they're going to a Druid therapist. Oh, nice. Okay. So they're keeping it well within the family of the Jedi circle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess there's some Wiccans in their circles as well, right? As you've been saying. Uh, to be honest with you, there's a long lineage <laughs> on their side of Wiccans. And, and if you've if you've seen their family photo, you understand why. There's definitely there's there's no mistaking it. Yes, they are definitely a Wiccan family. That's nice. That's nice. That, it's nice that they're keeping the traditions alive, and um, that uh, yeah, that their uh, their heritage and culture is surviving well into the 21st century. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm glad you're so supportive because uh, I keep giving them shit for it, and uh, they're just not they're just not happy with with my giving it so much crap. So I think Steve I just I, well, I, my, I mean, I for one thing, we we welcome and we appreciate all of our Wiccan listeners. Uh, absolutely, but uh, as with any religion or any belief, you should be able to uh, to laugh at it in some regard. Absolutely, you got to be objective and you got to have a sense of humor. A hundred percent. I mean, that's what you said when you saw the Passion of the Christ, right? <laughs> I, I originally I thought it was a comedy. I'm like, first of all, I have to read crap. It's an Aramaic. I don't want to have to read this crap. It better be funny. And it, I so gotta you tell you, it was not. Funny. You forgot how to speak Aramaic by the time you saw that movie. It, it. Let me put it this way: it was in one ear, out the other. I didn't really. Not only did I not remember it. I chose not to even consider it as an official language anymore. Well, here's something that's interesting. The new, the new film Prey, you know, the, uh, I guess the Predator prequel um, that, people, yeah. you know, it's a bunch of people are raving about, uh, um, was originally supposed to be shot in Comanche. Um, there's, a, uh, there's an entire Comanche dub, which people love, but it was originally supposed to be shot that way. But, um, but uh, some people thought that might not be a hugely commercial decision. I got to tell you, I think that's it's pretty badass. First of all, I saw the preview for it, and I'm going to watch it this weekend on Hulu. Uh, no plug, in, but I'm just saying that's where it's where it is. In Comanche, um, or uh, not not in Comanche. Maybe there's the Comanche version in there. I don't know, but no, I'm there say is. I give so you you, you can, but you can choose that. You can choose that. So if you really want to, oh. yeah, yeah. If you're if you're living up to the values of this show and 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 and, and the Proust family, um, I would. I mean, you're obviously free to make your own decisions, but I would watch it. You know, if you're going to watch it more than once, watch the Comanche first. If you're only going to watch it once, watch the Comanche only. Well, which version did you watch it in? I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> that that sounds about right. I um, uh, okay, fair enough. Uh, I will uh, let you and the audience know when we record next which version I watched, and uh, I do think it's pretty badass now, though, that they're willing to take risks like that because even a few years ago, that would have been a fool's errand and i love that they're willing to do that now so hats off to the studio to the team out there to will to support that that's badass and you know cousin pete of course was in the last uh, episode of the predator or the last uh, the last uh, movie you know the uh, 
in the whole epilogue to it. So he was, he's, you know, they, uh, I guess they, they expect some kind of sequel from that and, or that was the idea. And he's supposed to have a major role in the next piece, uh, not to give I, any spoilers. But I thought he was the predator, wasn't he? Well, he is a predator. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I thought he was the predator in the predator. No, he was, he was the, uh, he was the scientist making discoveries at the end. Did you see the last, pre- the, the last, the predator? I, I've seen it. I liked it. Yeah, and you, you remember Pete in the in the in the whole, at after you know when the uh, spaceship goes down and then he's making, yeah, discoveries after discoveries. He's a brilliant scientist. But I gotta say, knowing Pete, him as a scientist is definitely good acting because he is far from that. <laughs> well. You don't don't forget your girl Denise Richards famously played, you know the scientist oh. uh, January Jones in uh, in the James Bond film. You, uh, again. you thought that was very credible. <laughs> now, Eric, I don't remember saying that, but based on my history, I could easily see me saying that. Yes. Oh, she looks like a scientist. <laughs> she she looked like a scientist, but knowing her. Past anything with Charlie Sheen is hard to believe that it, uh, you know, was a studious. <laughs> is that is that, is that mean, wrong to say? Or I mean, that's you know, that's that that is introducing some prejudice into it. But okay, okay, well, you know, on, who, you, know with you, you know, your girl um, Natalie Portman. I mean, when she was at Harvard, her you know, uh, her 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 one of her profs said she was the uh, smartest student she's ever had. Is this before or after he slept with her? Wow. Wow. <laughs> well, for one thing, it was a female professor, and two, wow. They can still sleep together. Okay. Yeah, but you said he. Yeah. That, that just yeah. makes it hotter. Okay. And I respect that. Well, I had no idea. I've not heard that. I've heard very good things about Natalie Portman. Uh, I think yeah. she is, I don't know, I'd love to meet her one of these days. Yeah. They're extraordinarily talented, one of, the, one of our best actors, and very, very bright, even compared to, say, you. Uh, speaking of which- Let, you know, I was in my uh, on a Zoom call with my writers group last night, and I mentioned to them at the end of the thing I might have to miss next week, uh, and I probably didn't have to say why, but of course I did. I go because I'm you know going to be on an episode of uh, Masterminds, and uh, you know, I, and then um, one of the other uh, women in the group goes, "Oh, so am I." So, <laughs> so uh, Eric, first of all, uh, you would you are so great at self promotion. I've always thought that was great about you, and I mean that sincerely, not sarcastically. What are you, you talking would, about? I, I like, couldn't I'm see a, you not I'm, self-promoting it. Guys, I'm going to be yeah, gone next week. You, you say that, and yet you know that I'm like a paragon of humility. If, in, if I have this, one, is this like in, the, in, one, a, in a multiverse world or what? I mean, if I have one fault, it's I don't pump myself up enough. Huh. I'm not sure I agree with that statement in any way, shape, or form. I think we're saying the same thing. <laughs> er, simpatico, my friend. Simpatico. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so um, but she, so no. she's she's on the show as well. Fortunately, we're not on the same day because it'd be weird competing against uh, someone you know. You know, that's kind of exciting though. Now, was she has she been on it before or no? Is this both of your first times? I think it's both of our first times. I mean, it's funny in the she said, "Oh well, I don't think you can even be on an episode where you know someone because they they make you fill in all of these questionnaires mm-hmm. and form you know and." Um, you know, you can't know anybody, but someone else in the group says, well, how would you know you're going to be on an episode with someone, you know, and, and I was just and about she's to like, that's a good point. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't say I, they probably don't want you to be in an episode where one of the other contestants is someone, you know, but, but the thing that you're feeling, the affidavit you're filling in says you don't know, like the, the masterminds, 
themselves personally, like like Ken Jennings, one of your mm. your heroes, and uh, and and some and the other masterminds. You don't know them, so you know, you know uh, personally. Okay, because that you know that's that could bias the whole thing. I mean, you could end up head to head with say Ken in the last uh, segment uh, for ten thousand dollars, and uh, you know if you pals, you could have made some agreement beforehand. Uh, yeah, exactly. Me, you know, draw. Come on, Ken. You let, let let me have it, and I'll and I'll and I'll throw you. I'll throw you twenty five bucks at the end out of the ten grand. Maybe thirty. Well, he doesn't need. He's he's he's, new, he's the new Jeopardy co host. He doesn't. You know, he's he doesn't need this. But just just for shits and giggles, you know, just to be to give him the what you feel his true worth is. I think that's only fair, don't you? All right, fair, fair. We love right. we love you, Ken, and uh, uh, no, no bribery going to be going on when I'm involved. Just just to let you know, dude. So how long is a typical? I know you've never done this before, but how long is a is it like a typical? game show where it's, it's going to film pretty much right on schedule and on time or you say i assume like, yeah because it's like you know i mean the call time unfortunately in the valley is like six fifteen. uh you know it's gonna be hours of prep and everything and then uh and i assume they they gang shoot them you know with several episodes in a row hang on you have a call time at six fifteen. i in the know morning? right yeah oh well you Holy know i mean crap. prep hair and makeup every you know i mean it's just like um you know you know what shoots are like I know. I'm just saying that's horrible. I had no. I, I would have thought for sure because it it doesn't really matter when you shoot that show. You could do it at like 10 a.m. So your call is eight. You know that kind of thing. I, I think 6:15 is cruel, especially. I do think it's pretty so early. Far. But I mean, that's like when I when um when I sh when when we shot uh Chain Reaction. You know, are there Eric and 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 Travis and I? Um, call time was some crazy early time. Maybe not quite that early, but really far, like up near Northridge, or you know. And um, and then we were the last segment shot, so we didn't even shoot till like five p.m. or so. Oh. Plus, it was you know just as as it was one of the first things that was being shot after they relaxed COVID rules a little bit. So we had you can't be closer than six. We had to we had to, you know they had long lunch tables, and we had to sit at opposite ends from each other, two of us, and the third person had to be at a separate table. I gotta and tell you, you. Have, yeah, you had to have like your your plastic shield down the whole time and your mask on um except when you're eating and even when in between bites you're supposed to lift your mask back up well so speaking of that this is what i was going to ask you about your other eric so now that the cdc has basically given up on like you don't have to quarantine anymore like what's the role of a of a covid compliance officer is it still there oh yeah yeah i mean you look at movies okay. there's like you know there's i mean i know these were all shot before but like at the closing credits i mean big movies have like 20 30 people in the covid compliance team it's crazy you know it's adding oh, so insane, much additional yeah. but but um yeah this is going to go on for a while because it doesn't matter what the cdc or the government says if the the uh, sag agreement with the, you know with the producers oh, and the, I is, about is that, that. Yeah, so they've got to do it to till X amount of time. So Eric and his boss Joe are, are but you know, um, have uh, much more COVID exploitation to be able to take advantage of. Honestly, I wish we still did that because I mean, after what Kelly's last bout was, it was yeah. horrible. I mean, this thing is not. Again, it's still not something to joke or like even to push in the background. I don't know why the CDC, again, I think it's just a joke of an organization to begin with. Well, I don't but, think it's uh, just the CDC. I think it's all the governmental agents. You know, I mean, it was like everyone's everyone's like, you know, why does why did California and Michigan and all of these states suddenly lift mask requirements several months ago? 
you know, all, and it happens they're all Democratic run after all being credit, criticizing all the Republicans and everything. Yeah. And uh, yeah, most people thought, well, it's because there's midterms this year and they want people it to be in the background uh, and not to be thinking about these things. And in the case Jesus of Christ, someone, someone like just Gavin, so you know, upsetting. Yeah, yes. who uh, who is like at the beginning of the, you know, who famously or infamously, uh, you know, everyone mask up, everyone care about your fellow Californians, everyone, everyone you know, don't travel. You know, the next thing he's, he's caught eating at uh, French Laundry. Uh, you know, one of and the best restaurants. still has a job. Yeah, with no, yeah, well, he's lucky, you know, that he got through all of that. So, so but uh, agreed. It's been, here the crazy thing was, as we're talking about, you know, bringing back masking mandates, potentially, particularly indoors, they're like, yeah, they might start in a few weeks. And like, to your point, I'm like, well, if they're going to start in a few weeks, why not just start it now? I mean, is, are we waiting yeah. for it to get worse if, if that's what we believe? Or we don't believe it and let's stop doing it. But the worst is exactly the way we've been doing it. Start, stop, start, stop. I mean, it just it drives people crazy. It's terrible for you know the economy. It's terrible for small businesses in particular. Big businesses too, but like, I mean, you think of all the restaurants that, you know, so we lost so many restaurants oh. during this thing. But, so um, sad. you know, they would have been in trouble anyway, but making them open up staff up, re, you know, buy all new inventory and then closing them down again that, and then opening them up again. That's the worst possible way to do it. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, you know, uh, you met Blake the other day and you guys, well, uh, I know what we, we have, we have history. Exactly. And yeah. well, um, we do have chemistry, but we also have history. That's yeah. So that was, I mean, we, we didn't really talk that much on the air, but well, okay. I got to tell you this. So when, when we, so when, when Blake C. Holloway came, uh, you know, arrived back in, in my life th via you um, as, as the big surprise of the morning. And then so Justy introduces r me to a friend of mine um, who's now his, his number two. And um, I assumed she was going to be the guest on the show that day. And then suddenly, just as the show's starting, Justy keeps her on video, but turns, you know, turns off her mic. And then I think she's, he's going to bring her back, you know, midway through as like, oh, and we've got a special, special guest. He never brings her back. She's just trapped there having to listen, endure us talking. And every once in a while, I would go, like, if, if people look back to that episode, I'm, and it's, the, it's you know, it's, it's the classic episode where I'm talking about my boy, John, and uh, his, oh, uh, love that episode. his girlfriend one of my favorites. being, you know. His and, now uh, defunct, yes, <laughs> ex. Yes, and, uh, and, and her uh, um, missing her flight despite being 10 hours early to the airport. Um he uh justy never brings her back so I, I i don't know if you noticed several times during it like i almost address her and then i catch myself because the audience doesn't know she's there and she's not really been introduced uh absolutely and, so there's uh, these weird pauses throughout the whole thing and where i or where i almost or i don't really finish sentences but that's normal that so i couldn't tell that difference because that felt like a normal recording to me what i did notice was though i did notice a few glances over and i was like eric focus focus yeah no, yeah. she was here just to, to watch the show for a sec, see how all the, you know, how the sausage is made. It was a lot of fun. But yeah. back to what I was going to say real quick, her boyfriend is a chef. And hearing some of their stories about kind like of what they've been chef? through. I don't think, no, he's definitely not a vegan chef. He is a, he, he's an all around, likes the meat kind of chef. And well, we all like the meat. That poor guy. I mean, the stories he's got, the few things she's told me, just some of these restaurants that just, you know, it's, it's horrible. So I totally agree with you. I think the way we're handling this is poor and that we're not taking it seriously again is, is lame. Well, and on top of that, no suddenly... one likes getting sick. Like <laughs> no one likes it. No, except no, for no, no. <laughs> but maybe that's, <laughs> that's why the therapy, that's, that's why they need the therapy. 
<laughs> Absolutely. So what were you going to say, my friend? I was just going to say, I mean, um, okay, so you know, you got the you got the COVID, and then you got the uh, you got you got your monkeypox, um, particularly for men who have sex with men. And is that what we say now? By the way, I guess we've talked about that the other day. But is that so? That's the official way to say things. Uh, I believe that is the the correct accepted way. Yes. Okay. What about what about men who have sex with some non-binary who? Oh, here we're at. One, you know, I think we're born male. <laughs> I'm trying to use your your terminology correctly. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. I would say anything from a transvestite to homosexual to whatever. I think that whole gamut is covered based on the latest news that I've heard. So men, okay, and this especially covers people who are on the down low. So the people who have sex with men who have sex with men but claim that they're not gay. <laughs> Which, if I remember right, that was uh, that was Stevie B when I first met him. Correct. Wow, but it's, it's, that's the definition of the down low, right? Like <laughs> I've when never you say heard that definition, the, but I love it. That's what it means. Like if you say you're on the down low, you're saying you're having sex with men, but you're, for example, you're not telling your girlfriend or wife. And if people call you out on it, you're saying, "No, I'm not gay. I'm on the down low." That's that's <laughs> what it means. So it was interesting that a whole generation of people were sort of outing themselves, saying something's on the down low, but possibly not understanding the implications of what they were saying. Uh, I said it all the time, and I kept saying it's on the DL. The DL. Wow. Yes. Wow. So the, so Kel should be uh, aware of that and <laughs> and be testing for monkeypox if when possible regularly if yeah not daily. and i mean so um not to mention polio so suddenly you know we thought we'd eradicated that and then uh, then an anti-vaxxer con you know conclaves in in new in new york suddenly uh suddenly it's back and i guess well, one, on one note, epidemiologist was saying that uh if one person has polio probably hundreds or thousands do it's just that's the one that's come to light so far so that's not Jesus. ideal uh that's terrifying and on that wondrous note i gotta say we gotta wrap up today eric Let's make it. May, may, let's uh, let's uh, tr uh, trim the sausage. Use use your uh, your snippers. My terminology. What I was gonna say. I think that on the DL, we're gonna say goodbye. All right. Well, let's keep it on the DL. Mm -hmm.